0: 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans and Scotty, it's Rivalry Week. Utah BYU joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line where you can get $100 off a redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store for, near you for details. Uh, a legendary figure in this rivalry, Ty Detmer,
1: kind enough to join us. Ty, how are you? Ty? Doing
2: good. How are you guys?
0: I'm good.
1: Not as good as you were the last time you were on the field against Utah, forty-eight to seventeen. That that must have been a good time and day for BYU. <laughs> it was
2: uh, it was a pretty good day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those those were different times when when BYU could find a win here and there and and do pretty well every now and then. Uh, Ty, just take us back to that time. Do you do you remember much about playing in those rivalry games?
2: Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I grew up in Texas and the big game for me as a kid uh, was Texas and A&M, and uh, so when I got to Utah, I didn't know a lot about the rivalry until uh, my first year there. I was redshirting, and, and all of a sudden that week hit, and it was like, oh man, this is a different beast, and and uh, you know, you learn to uh, appreciate the rivalry pretty quick up there, and, and then the next year, I was a redshirt freshman, and, and Scott Mitchell and company, they beat us, and never heard the end of it so uh you you know you really uh understood the rivalry after that
0: you know it really wasn't much of a right I mean I know Scott Mitchell got you that one year but but other than that you guys not only won but more often than not you dominated uh how much pressure now Utah comes into this game winners of eight in a row and they feel like you know they need to win every year as a team that comes in as the dominant force how how much pressure is that on you to make sure that you win
2: well, I think uh, that's that's been the downfall for BYU over the years. Um, I think you know just, it
0: seemed like um, you know
2: there were a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes from time to time, and, and uh, different things happened. You know, Jake Heats had a fumble go in the end zone, and Utah recovers it, and just just kind of weird things would happen. Almost like the pressure was was uh, on a team to really you know, feel the need to, to try to do more than it, it really needed to to win the game. And, and then uh, one thing goes bad, and the next thing you know, uh, it snowballs at times. So um, there there is that pressure, and it's obviously, you know, BYU feels it uh, because it's been eight years. And, you know, Utah's have uh, done a great job of handling that and managing it and, and uh, making the plays when they needed to.
1: I want to go back to that 1989 game where it looks like Covey got half the game uh, it looks you went 15 and 19 and you had nearly 300 yards and four touchdowns did they sub Sean Covey in at that point Ty that, that was that was the um, that was the year you put 70 points on him yeah
2: no that was uh that was kind of the revenge game a little bit I think our guys uh you know I know our team uh felt the sting from the year before, and and Scott Mitchell had got hurt, I guess, early in that week of practice, and so he didn't end up playing. I always tell him he owed me uh, about another 150 yards, because I don't think they would have stopped us that day had he even played, you know, so uh, we, we joke about that all the time, but it, it was a, you know, kind of that bitter taste in your mouth for the whole year, and couldn't wait to that to get to that one, and couldn't have gone any better for us offensively, I think we scored seven touchdowns on the first seven drives
0: oh wow (laughs) you know a lot of talk has been made about Kyle Whittingham and how he handles the rivalry as a coach how did Lavelle Edwards handle this rivalry as a coach
2: you know Lavelle was Lavelle he uh he didn't talk a lot about it he didn't talk a lot about much uh you know when you're playing for him so uh you never felt you know anything different from him uh week in and week out And, and Utah was really no different i I know he loved to beat him. You know, that guy's as big a competitor as anybody. He may not have always showed it, but I know he loved to to win that game. And, and, uh, you know, but as a player, you never felt like it was any different other than what you were hearing from fans and the media that week.
1: You also have a great perspective of coaching and getting a team ready for this. Remind me, your first year as coordinator at BYU was was Taysom Hill's two-point conversion attempt. Is that? Right. Yep. So, what was it like preparing and getting Taysom Hill ready and getting that offense ready for for the rivalry game and and what was it like preparing for a Kyle Whittingham coach team?
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's going to be a dogfight. You know, they're going to play physical. They're going to, uh, you know, they're going to battle and they're going to play good defense. And so, as a offensive coordinator, you went in just uh, trying to be prepared and trying to. Uh, Make sure, you know, you dotted your I's and crossed your T's and, and those things. So, you know, obviously I'd like to have that two-point playback, but <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, so, you know, it, it's just one of those games where even as a coach, you know, you you know what it means for the, the community, you know, the BYU fan base and, and the program. Um, but at the same time, it's a, you know, playing in that early in the season, it's a long year. And you know one game doesn't make or break a season but to, you know that's a pretty important game for uh, for the program
0: did you uh on that drive uh, that you you know end up know you're trailing in that game 20 to 13 it's a 75 yard drive uh, capped off with a touchdown that led to that uh two two point conversion but all along in that drive did did you anticipate you guys would go for two if you got that touchdown
2: we did and uh you know sometimes uh sometimes taking a timeout at that juncture is not the best thing because we went through like about three or four different plays and then chasem was like give me the qb draw and (laughs) and so there was a lot of conversation going on all of a sudden the referee's blowing the whistle and it's like okay we've been through three or four plays here that we had you know dialed up and we ended up going with that one and I actually kind of tweaked it from what we'd practice in the week because Jamal had been hurt and and we had algae in there and and, uh, we tweaked the formation and then took kind of the the run pass option off of it, which I wish I would have left that on. So, um, you know, I I out-coached myself on that one and got a little cute. So, uh, but yeah, we knew we were going to go for it, you know, midway through that drive. Uh, It was, let's get ready to go win it.
1: I don't know if you did outcoach yourself on that one, Ty. I, I, it, I've gone over that play a thousand times, and I thought to myself, if, if I'm in that two-point moment, I want the ball in Taysom Hill's hand. Like that's, put the ball in the best playmaker's hand and, and and let him go at it. You you would have changed that then. Well, obviously the outcome says that you would have, but in that moment, you think you would have changed that decision.
2: Well. I, I would have left the pass option because they came out and showed uh, full blitz, which, you know, was kind of the first time we'd seen that all game. So they did a great job of dialing that up at a crucial point and And, uh, you know, it was all out blitz, cover zero, you know, bringing it off of both edges. And and actually, um, had Al just run the...
0: Looks like we lost Ty for a second. We'll see
1: if we can get him back here real quick, which kind of sucks because it was really interesting. Like, I was grasping on that. Like... <laughs> Algae what? <laughs> oh, man. It's like when- uh, Tell me more. This is like when the uh, when the TV goes out in a really tense moment in a show. You're like, well, no, oh, what? I've always wanted the answer to that. So we did find a second shooter, and <laughs> that man's name was- <laughs> It was like, no. What? No. I, th- here's the thing. Y- you can think you outcoached yourself- I've looked at that a thousand times. Yeah, you had, by the way, one of my
0: all-time favorite film studies you've done was the breakdown on that play.
1: And I walked away thinking they they got the matchup they wanted. Yeah, uh, you were Ty. You were just breaking that down, and you were saying that LG, and then you cut out on us there, and everybody we're is headed
2: back into the into the ranch, and we got one dead spot right here on the main road coming in. So.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, but, but yeah, we, we did execution
2: execute it like uh like it was supposed to be but i also kind of took that pass option which you know we we would have had moroni in the slot one-on-one on a short nickel back at that time and, and uh that wouldn't have been a, a bad matchup either so you know just kind of one of those things where you know your, your best player wants the ball and i wasn't going to deny him at that point in the game <laughs>
0: How uh, how impressed are you with how he's playing in the pro ranks? I know it's just preseason and, and some spot play for New Orleans, but you got to be proud of your guy playing as well as he is right now.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it just shows you how much of a football player he is, whether it's quarterback or any other position. But, you know, preseason, he gets a heavy dose of quarterback, and, and I think he's, he's proven to people that he's capable of, of being a starter in that league. And uh, it's just a matter of time before he gets that opportunity, and so uh, I'm excited for him. And I know he puts a ton of work into it and, and very conscientious about it. And, and that's you know that's the ultimate goal for him is to be a starting quarterback in the NFL and and uh, just you know make it work from there.
1: So Ty, here we are now nine years and eight games on this BYU Utah streak. Of course, Utah dominating it. Uh, how damaging is it if BYU loses another one
2: you know like I said before it's a long season and it's it's uh not a make or break game for your season but it's uh it's kind of the important game uh especially first game of the year you know but I know uh you know coaching there it's it's not something that defines your your team uh in the long run yeah it hurts uh you know, having a loss to, to your rival right up the street and the recruiting battles that go on and all those things, but um, it's not devastating to the program where you're just going to go quit playing football. You know, you, you get back into practice, you learn from it, and, and you go again. But uh, I know, I know, Cougar Nation's dying for a win and end the streak and and uh, hopefully start a streak of their own for a, for a bit.
0: You. When you're out recruiting, and when you're recruiting for BYU, uh, how how much of an issue was that uh, when you were going head to head with Utah, based on the fact that they were winning winning so many games? It's hard
2: to tell. You know, when you're talking to kids, it's, you don't you don't get a sense that uh, that's a big factor. Um, I know you know some kids grow up Utah fans, some grow up BYU fans, and and the kids with the BYU fans usually come to BYU. And, and those that grew up Utah fans go to Utah, um, you know, if, if they have that option to go to either one. So, um, you don't you don't hear much about it, um, but it may be in the back of kids' minds. Um, I think being in a conference may have a bigger impact than who wins or loses that game. Uh, you know, being in the Pac twelve and, and having that opportunity obviously, uh, you know, presents its own uh, differences between being independent. But you look at the schedule BYU plays and the venues they get to play into are, are pretty impressive as well. So, you know, it's uh, I don't think the winner or loser matters a lot to kids. Sometimes they want to go somewhere and, and help break that streak, too.
1: For some reason, Ty, I picture you watching this game on a personal device in a tree stand in full camo with face paint and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's
2: where, uh, I think that's where I was last year. I had elk tag up in up the uh, strawberry area, so I was uh, I was up in uh, in full camo last year. <laughs> but um, no, I'd, I'll be. Uh, we're actually traveling back Thursday afternoon, so hopefully we'll be back in time. I know with the late start, I'll be. I'll be home in Arizona uh, watching it and cheering for the Cougars.
1: Does BYU find a way to win on this one?
2: You know, I think they do. I I, I think they've got a, a good opportunity. Um, they've got more experience, uh, a lot more uh, veteran players than they've had the last couple of years. And so I, I really feel like they've got a great opportunity. Zach Wilson's playing great. Uh, it's good. The problem is it's that first game, and you never know what happens. You never know which team kind of comes out hot, and, and uh, the other team, you know, may not be quite in sync yet. So that first game's always a crapshoot. And I, I think, uh, you know, it, it's perfect to to kick it off with it with the first game. But at the same time, as a coach, you kind of like to know what you're going to go against. Uh, you know, having a new coordinator at Utah, they'll they'll have some different wrinkles and. BYU seen in the past and so they'll have to make some adjustments and BYU's year two of, of theirs. So Utah's got a little film on them and, and uh we'll be able to to plan accordingly a little more. But every team goes in and makes adjustments every off season, so you never know what uh what BYU might be coming out with. So it'll be uh it'll be a great battle and they'll uh they'll both play well and I think it'll be a tight game again as it always is.
0: Ty, it's good catching up with you. Thanks for your time, as always, and uh, let's do it again soon. We really appreciate it.
2: You bet. You guys have a good day.
0: Thanks so much, Ty. Ty you here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.